Right, so in this podcast, we're going to talk about happiness. Yeah, we are. So go get um, what, go, 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 go. go get a cup of tea or a coffee. I've just got myself a brew. Did I tell you I've tried a new tea from Twinnings? Twinnings. Twinnings. <laughs> Although I do put two tea bags in regardless. So it's um, Assam. It's lovely. And quite in keeping with me learning Arabic now. Yeah, I think so. Anyway. Right, so as a reader, I speak to a lot of people, as you know, and I go on to the Zoom and I chat to you and we unpick and unpack things. And, you know, there seems to be this epidemic, a word I hope I will never, ever use again, but it's um, it's a common thing and it's about people getting in their own way. Yeah. Why? Is it a confidence issue or what? Well, it is. It's it's a confidence issue and it's a self-esteem issue. But never have I met such a bunch of people who are absolutely brilliant, by the way. You guys, I love, I love, I love. But, and there is a but, my God, I want to strangle you. Because it's like, in the nicest possible way, this is not a, you know, I'm not admitting to doing it. So it's like, you want happiness but then you won't allow yourself to be happy. You want to be mega rich, but then you won't allow yourself to enjoy money. You want to feel good about yourself, but then you won't allow yourself to have the behaviors of staying in shape and eating the right foods. So there is a self-sabotaging streak that seems to pop along and everyone seems to have it. Now then, I will open up. I too had it because I've been quite open about I had an eating disorder. One of my pictures, I think I've taken it down now, I look like dead behind the eyes, probably was, and I look like a lollipop head. Yeah, I didn't look great. I didn't look great at all. I look very dark under the eyes. Yeah. And at the time, I didn't think it was that bad. It just felt familiar to be in a state of starvation. And... Then I kind of now have got to a point where I look back and I know exactly where that starvation came from. It was emotional starvation. It was the fact that I realised that I didn't know how to look after myself properly. This is not blaming anyone, by the way. This is me taking full responsibility of being a complete knob. And um, I also realised that I didn't know balance and I didn't know self-care so these are skills that I should learn but I obviously didn't instead I just decided to push the boundaries <laughs> see how long I could go without food see how much I could drink and party my ass off so there was this kind of thing going on which was quite secular in the sense of I wanted a let off steam so I would go out partying and stuff I wasn't an absolute wreck by the way so take an image of me messed up on the pavement out of your mind that never happened um, I just was very sociable. And then what ended up happening was I wanted to see how long I could go without eating. And I really enjoyed the emptiness. So the need to be in control was there. But then living in those kind of darker shades of life and with those restrictions and that enjoyment from being a little bit in the pain became so familiar that then every time I was induced with happiness I was like <laughs> it was like alien I didn't like it became my unfamiliar so Marissa Peer talks about this a lot about your familiar 
So <laughs> we need to get you in a position where self-love, self-care, feeling amazing is familiar to you. We need to get feeling good about your body familiar to you. We need to get feeling confident in your finances familiar to you. I've healed all those aspects of my life because I spent more time self-caring, whatever the word is, than, you know, thinking, oh, I don't want to be sitting here doing nothing. I'm going to go out to the pub and then disappear for about 10 hours, you know. And, you know, it, it served a purpose. I was so... You only okay, so you only need a couple of components together that will create a chemical reaction. So you know, like oil and water doesn't mix. You know, things like that, those kind of ingredients. I had an ingredient of curiosity mixed with an ingredient of, you know, familiarity towards the uncomfortable. So those two things do not mix. So you then you're going to have someone who is very curious and doesn't mind being cold. It doesn't mind being out there for 10 hours, you know, and doesn't mind being sick the next day. You know, like, you know, there's there's a couple of components in your personality that you have to kind of make sure that those two things don't mix. So, yeah, I think where it came from was I've spoken previously about my failures and I failed my GCSEs, I failed again, I failed again, then I got a job, got, you know, failed at that. And I just kept failing at everything where it became so familiar that then I had to work double hard. I don't think that makes sense, but I've had to work extremely hard to get anything. And then that's become my familiar is this kind of like trajectory of a hard life. So then I realized, I was like, ah, okay, to change things, I need to make sure that ease, comfortableness, peace is more familiar. So I started to make that transition and it didn't take long. I just had to make sure that I became very comfortable with being girly, something that I wasn't really quite used to. So I'd always been sexualized, you see, because of, I think, what didn't help, help was, you know, I came out as liking girls in a town where there wasn't many. And so, you know, and then I moved to Birmingham and, you know, got involved in the gay scene a little bit by working on it behind the bar. I was going to say working on the gay scene makes me sound like a stripper. Absolutely was not. I worked behind a bar. And so kind of destruction and um, being pulled into other people's fantasies, you know, and being used in that way was really became something that, uh, I was becoming almost, you know, it was becoming predictable. Now, I do want to make a disclaimer. I never signed up for that shit. Yeah, I think I've told you before, I used to get a lot of straight couples come into the bar and they try and kind of try and invite you into some kind of thing. And it's like, nah, I'm just working to pay my rent. We're cool, you know? So I never subscribed to it. But my lens, my optics was starting to get a little bit disheartened that perhaps I couldn't find love and I was to be objectified. And perhaps I was unlovable, but I was only to be really sexualized again, you know? So my lens started to change a little bit. And this is why I feel it's really important that if you have your feet on the ground, you're very grounded, you're a very nice person, you should represent who you are. Because somewhere out there, there's a lack of role models and I'm not saying I'm a role model by any stretch of the imagination, but I could have really done 
with someone who was perhaps bisexual, someone who was open with it and was an incredibly nice person, rather than being around people who just wanted to suck me into their fantasies, which I absolutely refused to, but it was led to a lonely life. You know, so that's why I'm very determined to be open and chatty about it. So it's not me shoving anything in your face at all, but it's like, this is who I am. And if you see components of yourself in it, then it is possible to balance those characteristics. So that's why it means a lot, you know. So that on on a side note, I do want to say thank you so much for being so open with everything that I say. You know, you absorb it so brilliantly and you're so kind with your feedback and you just accept everything. Um, and I really appreciate that. So thank you. Your open-mindedness and your tenacity to stay in your lane and to be harmonic when it comes to all things that are love and kind and nice just blows me away. So thank you for that. Thank you. Um, right, so we need to stop you from getting in your own way, right? So let me take a sip. I don't want to get in my own way with this. I want to actually drink my tea. Right, so you have got to make sure that whatever you want to receive, you are comfortable with it, right? So if you want to receive money, you've got to make sure that when it comes in, you don't immediately go spend it because that tells me you're not comfortable with it. I think, did I tell you this before? I can't remember what I say half the time. I'm a right little saver. I don't like spending money at all. I like saving it. I love the feel of money. I love being around money. And I like to see it grow. So I have a little graph. <laughs> I do. I do the percentages and everything. And I love to see it grow. It pains me to have, you know, kind of like basic needs. I'm like, oh, such an inconvenience. <laughs> but I love being around it. Now, I used to spend it. I thought, oh, I just got paid, pub. <laughs> oh, I just got paid, pub. Every weekend, paid, pub. That was it. And now I'm like, no, 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 no. So you have to kind of get, comfortable with it a lot of people don't know how to receive right so they want uh the soulmate so like i said i'm i've asked for my soulmate i want a boom connection i want a familiarity and i just want that person to know me who i am and i know who they are yeah and we'll work through the obstacles together it's fine but that's what i've asked for so then i had to get in a position where i was like can i receive this so I've been doing some work internally around feeling loved. Yeah, like I said, I was very scarred by the fact that I've been so sexualized. Yeah, there's a big difference between love and sex, as you know. I can't believe I've just said that word. It just, it makes me cringe every time I get really embarrassed. Ah! But there's a big difference, you know, the vulnerability, the emotions. So I was sitting there on my little footstool you know, I've said this before, I've got this big wooden table, this big wooden bench, and it's stunning. But nope, I insist I'm crouching on this footstool like a gargoyle. So I was sitting on it and I was thinking, my God, I actually feel very vulnerable in anything emotional. Yet it's something I really want. So how do I get into that space? So I started writing out everything that was delicious about me. Everything that is amazing. You know, these 20 compliments I give myself every day. And now I feel like I understand why the other person might like me. I couldn't understand it before. But 
I was very guarded. I'm not even good with compliments. Yeah. I remember so many times friends would say, you know, they like you. And I'd be like, shut up. And I'd just be like, I don't know, freak out. Yeah. Or run. That's a good one. I've done that quite a few times. Or um, just got to a point where I've like sat next to someone. And I thought, hang on a minute. I think there's a bit of chemistry here. And then fobbed it off and, you know, <laughs> just tried to ignore it. And now I'm like, no, I need to hold it. I need to hold it. So then I've been working through why I can't hold it. And it all boiled down to this fact that I just didn't feel like I deserved it. Because, and you will know this, if you get treated a certain way for so long, then you feel you deserve it. You feel you deserve that treatment. That's who you are. That's how you are. But if you can hold just a tiny little bit of faith and want to change and want to change your mindset and say, actually, no, I'm, I, I'm, I feel like I'm way more than that. If you've been bullied or sexualized yourself and you think, no, I'm not that person that everyone said I was. I, I hold it in my heart that I'm not that person. You have to reverse engineer it. So sitting there and healing and forgiving yourself for abandoning yourself. I know this sounds hippie, right? But writing down compliments about yourself, making sure that instead instead of going to the pub, you sit there and you have a face mask on and you, you wine and dine yourself, you know? When I have my dinner in the evenings, I set out my little table with candles and everything because I create a process of enjoyment, you know? Um, and I just, I create a softer environment and a softer ecosystem and... If I need help, I start asking people now, whereas before I didn't, I wouldn't refuse to ask for help because I didn't want anyone to hold it as a debt against me, you know? So have a think about what you really, truly want in your heart at your raw, organic level, right? Sit here with me now, babes. Come on, come on, get closer and hold my hand for a second, okay? It's a nice little hand, <laughs> so just enjoy it while you can <laughs> before I pull it away. But sit there and just let's settle your nerves a little bit. Okay, let's bring that breath right down. So just do a nice deep breath with me for a second. In your heart of hearts, if I was to tell you you had 24 hours to live, what do you truly love? I know that's morbid and I know I'm psychic. You You have more than 24 hours, believe me. What does your heart want? Who does your heart want? Truly, what is going to make you happy? And then I want you to tell me, so pause this if you need to, and say it out loud to me now. Why are you holding yourself back? I need to know why. And you might have a few things, but put it on pause now and then tell me openly Say it out loud because I need you to hear it. Why are you holding yourself back? And then, once you have those, tell me why. Why is that happening? Why are you allowing that to happen? And keep asking yourself and keep telling me the whys. Why, why, why? Now, in no other practice do I recommend whys. Whys, whys. When you... Think of someone's behaviour and you go, why did you do that? Why did you treat me like that? You never get to the bottom of it. It's a vicious circle. It just goes around in your fucking head. But in this moment, in this now, tell me why you are holding yourself back and why are you doing that? Keep 
talking to me. Keep talking to me, all right? So put it on pause and then talk to me. And I'm going to have a sip while I'm listening to you. Okay, so now we're going to swap a little bit. So we've figured out why you're doing all this and we figured out why you're holding yourself back. I need to know what now. So I need to know what you're going to do to heal yourself and to really get into the crux of that issue. So what are we going to do to get that little seed of doubt out of you and what are we going to do, because when I say we, because we're going to do it together, what are we going to do to make sure that you don't do that anymore? All right, so again, tell me, and I'll take a couple of sips. I'm listening, I'm all ears. Slurp that one, but yeah, sip, slurp, all the same thing. Right, now then. You're still next to me and we're holding hands. I am so proud of you. I absolutely love you. And if there's one person who can get over this, it's you. You are more than how you've been treated. You are more than you can even figure out or fathom or believe right now. But if you start today in the now of the trajectory you want to go in, and you just do a little bit every single day, then I promise you, in six months, not even that, sweetheart, you will look back and be like, fuck me, I'm in a completely different space. But promise me this, and listen to me now, right? I'm going to be deadly fucking serious. Promise me, you will never let yourself down again like that. Because you're abandoning yourself, and that shit can't happen, all right? Promise me you won't let yourself have um, let yourself down like that and that shit won't happen again, all right? So look, listen, I love you very, very much. You are absolutely incredible. You're incredibly sophisticated. You're incredibly intelligent. Stop being a dick. Stop letting past hurts, stop letting false beliefs and poor mentalities get in the fucking way, right? You are more than this. You are absolutely stunning. You have shit loads of potential. So stop making it potential and step into it as a power and start being it, okay? I love you loads. Always have, always will. I'm not going anywhere, right? So prove me, prove it to me that you can do this. Do it every single fucking day, right? I love you loads. Mm.